Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and the lifting up of my hands being evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us, but thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. The glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Ah. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 104 on page 467. Praise the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, thou art become exceeding glorious. Thou art clothed with majesty and honor. Thou deckest thyself with light, as it were a garment, and spreadeth out the heavens like a curtain. Who layeth the beams of his chambers in the waters and maketh the clouds his chariot, and walketh upon the wings of the wind. He maketh his angels winds, and his ministers a flaming fire. He laid the foundations of the earth, that it never should move at any time. Thou coverest it with deep, as if with a garment, the waters stand above the hills. At thy rebuke they flee, at the voice of thy thunder they haste away. They go up as high as the hills, and down to the valleys beneath, even unto the place where thou hast appointed for them. Thou hast set them their bounds, which they shall not pass. Neither turn again to cover the earth. He sendeth the springs into the rivers, which runneth among the hills. All beasts of the field drink thereof, and the wild asses quench their thirst. Beside them shall the fowls of the air have their habitation, and sing among the branches. He watereth the hills from above. The earth is filled with the fruit of thy works. He bringeth forth grass for cattle, and green herb for the service of men. That he may bring food out of the earth, and wine that maketh glad the heart of man, and oil to make him a cheerful countenance, and bread to strengthen man's heart. The trees of the Lord are also full of sap, even the cedars of Lebanon which he had planted. Wherein the birds make their nests, and the fir trees are dwelling for the stork. The high hills are a refuge for the wild goats, and so are the stony rocks for the conies. 
He appointed the moon for certain seasons, and the sun knoweth his going down. Thou makest darkness that it might be night, wherein all the beasts in the forest do move. The lions roaring after their prey do seek their meat from God. The sun ariseth, and they get them away together, and lay them down in their dens. Man goeth forth to his work and to his labor, until the evening. O Lord, how manifold are thy works! In wisdom hast thou made them all. The earth is full of all thy riches. So is the great and wide sea also, wherein are things creeping innumerable, both small and great beasts. There go the ships, and there is the Leviathan, whom thou hast made to take his pastime therein. These wait all upon thee, that thou mayest give them meat in due season. When thou givest it them, they gather it, and when thou openst thy hand, they are filled with good. When thou hidest thy face, they are troubled, and when thou takest away their breath, they die, and are turned again to their dust. When thou hast let us go, thy breath go forth, thou shalt be made, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. The glorious majesty of the Lord shall endure forever. The Lord shall rejoice in his works. The earth shall tremble at the look of him. If he do but touch the hills, they shall smoke. I will sing unto the Lord as long as I live. I will praise my God while I have my being. And so shall my words please him. My joy shall be in the Lord. As for sinners, they shall be consumed out of the earth, and the ungodly shall come to an end. Praise thou the Lord, O my soul. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twenty-eighth chapter of the book of Job. Surely there is a mine for silver, and a place where gold is refined. Iron is taken from the earth, and copper is smelted from ore. Man puts an end to darkness, and searches every recess, for ore in the darkness, and the shadow of death. He breaks open a shaft away from people. In places forgotten by feet, they hang far away from men. They swing to and fro. As for the earth, from it comes bread, but underneath it is turned up as by fire. Its stones are the source of sapphires, and it contains gold dust. That path no bird knows, nor has the falcon's eye seen it. The proud lions have not trodden it, nor has the fierce lion passed over it. He puts his hand on the flint, he overturns the mountains at the roots. He cuts out channels in the rocks, and his eye sees every precious thing. He dams up the streams from trickling. What is hidden he brings forth to light. But where can wisdom be found? And where is the place of understanding? Man does not know its value, nor is it found in the land of the living. The deep says, it is not in me, and the sea says, it is not with me. It cannot be purchased for gold, nor can silver be weighed for its price. It cannot be valued in the gold of Ophir, in precious onyx or sapphire. Neither gold nor crystal can equal it, nor can it be exchanged for jewelry of fine gold. No mention shall be made of coral or quartz, for the price of wisdom is above rubies. The topaz of Ethiopia cannot equal it, nor can it be valued in pure gold. From where then does wisdom come, and where is the place of understanding? 
It is hidden from the eyes of all living and concealed from the birds of the air. Destruction and death say, we have heard a report about it with our ears. God understands its way, and he knows its place. For he looks to the ends of the earth and sees under the whole heavens to establish a weight for the wind and apportion the waters by measure. When he made a law for the rain and a path for the thunderbolt, then he saw wisdom and declared it. He prepared it. Indeed, he searched it out. And to man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercies on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy a hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the seventeenth chapter of the Gospel according to Matthew. Now after six days Jesus took Peter, James, and John his brother, led them up on a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with him. And Peter answered and said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be there, to be here. If you wish, let us make here three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were greatly afraid. But Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise, and do not be afraid. When they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. Now as they came down from the mountain, Jesus commanded them, saying, Tell the vision to no one until the Son of Man is risen from the dead. And his disciples asked him, saying, Why then do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? Jesus answered and said to them, Indeed, Elijah is coming first and will restore all things. But I say to you that Elijah has come already. And they did not know him, but did to him whatever they wish. Likewise, the Son of Man is also about to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he spoke to them of John the Baptist. Here ended the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, for as much as without thee we are not able to please thee, mercifully grant that thy Holy Spirit may in all things direct and rule our hearts, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy service that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. The love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about tonight's lessons. <clears throat> our chapter in Job tonight is often referred to as the Ode to Wisdom. <clears throat> it comes here as Job talking about the nature of man to seek things out and acquire wisdom if for practical reasons. And so he begins by talking about how in one respect, how amazing it is that man has gone to the ends of the earth to search out for, for treasure. How he has, you know, dug into the earth and brought light into the earth by digging these pits and, you know, bringing torches and, and these sort of, of implements into these dark recesses that never saw light before. In order to search out things like gold and... and sapphires and silver and these type of things <clears throat> so in one respect this is an amazing accomplishment how man has gone where you know no bird has even gone before that no animal has seen these things but man has seen these things in his quest to acquire treasures but in the end treasures are are meaningless that what is truly precious, what is truly valuable, is wisdom. 
And this wisdom can't be measured by any earthly means. This wisdom is something that God possesses and that he has in overabundance. And that we touch some way in, in God's wisdom when we start to contemplate these things. You know, at the end of creation, God looked on what he had done and knew that it was good. In this sense, God engages in contemplation, thinks about all the things of creation that he has created and, and enjoys them for what they are. And so in, in that way, we, as we contemplate God's creation, as we see in our psalm tonight, we can access some small way a connection with God in this acquisition of wisdom as we contemplate his creation. And in the same way we see in our New Testament lesson in the Transfiguration, more of this wisdom being revealed to us. We, we are granted knowledge that is beyond human, the human's ability to comprehend in itself. And God grants us wisdom by his revelation, by giving us his son and revealing to us how Jesus is both God and man. He is fully God and fully man. And this is always something that we, as Christians, always have to guard against. It's some, a part, piece of wisdom that we always have to keep deep within our hearts. That most heresies in the Christian religion will tend to be an overemphasis on one aspect of, of Jesus without taking into account the other aspects, especially in his possession of divinity and humanity we will often see a a you know, an overemphasis on jesus as a teacher as a human being and will drop out or think it's not important or even outright deny his divinity and likewise and that will cause people to focus on the worldly things and and try to overturn the systems of oppression for example without taking into account Jesus divinity and likewise if we overemphasize his divinity in in and not, not take into account his humanity what happens is our spirituality become just that overly ethereal and overly otherworldly and won't take into account the things that actually go on in the world and instead will be you know you know floaty and all spirituality and none of the reality of our actual interactions with other human beings and so we hold these two different aspects of jesus together through wisdom through our teaching through our understanding and through our contemplation and most importantly, through our prayer, that the best place to acquire wisdom, to acquire understanding, is in our prayer and in our relationship with God through Jesus. So just some thoughts about today's lessons.
We'll continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, that the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to the shovel necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this evening. Hope you have a great Monday night and great start to your week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, John. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Uh,